StartupRad.io, your podcast and YouTube blog covering the German startup scene with news, interviews, and live events. Welcome, everybody. This is Joe from StartupRad.io bringing you a Wirecard special from this month in German startups. We are recording this on the 24th of June. That means first, it's summer, it's hot, Chris and I are wearing short. Secondly, it means there are only six months left until Christmas. And third, there is, as always, Christian here with me live and direct from New York. How are you doing, man? I'm uh, doing very good. New York is holding up well. We are over the Rona and now the other uh, US states look worse. But we will see what happens. It's slowly opening up here. But we have bigger fish to fry, as they say, because Wirecard is making really really big headlines in germany and you looked into it so probably you can tell us first what what is wirecard doing exactly <laughs> well wirecard let me get this straight here wirecard is a company processing payments the company works as an intermediary and guarantor between buyers and sellers and takes commissions on all transactions they have about 5,000 employees and actually replace Commerce Bank, we will talk about them later in our This Month in German Startups recording, in DAX 30, uh, Germany's equivalent of the Dow Jones Industrial Average or DJIA. They are also the first fintech who ever achieved this. The big problem is now that there are accounts missing, which should hold approximately 1.9 billion euros, which is 2.2 billion US dollars in cash. So these 1.9 billion are in their balance sheet, they, but they probably don't exist. But let's back up a little bit. Christian, we have some story there behind, right? There was a fight between the Financial Times and Wirecard. Uh, yeah, so the whole story has been going on for quite a while because um, the uh, uh, situation there was quite mysterious for a couple of, or has been quite mysterious for a couple of weeks now. So uh, we also started writing about Wirecard and the coverage of the Financial Times of the company in May. We have a blog post about that. Um, but basically it all started in January 2019. And um, the story started with a manager of Wirecard accused by the Financial Times of money laundering and fraud. Um, there have been other articles, but um, all this has led to a special audit of Wirecard by KPMG. Um, Wirecard in Germany is audited by EY, uh, formerly Ernst & Young, and the KPMG report said that Wirecard did not deliver all documents or those that they that they delivered uh, were oftentimes months too late. Then for the audit of transaction data of 2016 and 17, assistance from TPA partners was required but failed to materialize. Uh, several documents have been obtained by KPMG only in copy um, and almost exclusively in electronic copies, copies, and they couldn't be further verified. Then uh, the, there was a third-party business. KPMG did not receive sufficient documents to make a forensic investigation in the transactions um, related to third-party business 2016 to 2018. And then escrow accounts worth 1 billion euros had not sufficiently proven payments in exactly that was all like um you can imagine you're always 
in a losing proposition when you're an auditor because you always have to look very carefully at each and every um, accounting booking, especially the big ones. But we all know humans make mistakes and you can only use lose if you oversee something. Um, but when you have a special audit of one of your uh, audit clients, of course, you have to look more thoroughly. Therefore, this led the auditor EY looking even more closely in the 29 balance sheet and demanding more documentation. This in turn unraveled a potentially devastating accounting scandal for Wirecard since the company could not produce sufficient proof that their 1.9 billion euros cash claimed to be with trustees in the Philippines actually existed. The CEO, Marcus Brown, had to step down immediately and the publication of the 2019 balance sheet has to be postponed again. You can read more in the, in the second blog article we have there and developing story today we found a wrap up. Um, basically, this reads in latest developments, Wirecard had to admit that the 1.9 billion euros um, likely do not exist. So the company itself um, admitted this. The share price has been trading above 140 as recently as mid of February and it crashed down to 13 euros. One, three. Bank of America, who's covering this uh, in the shares as an analyst, forecasted um, a corrected price target of one euro per share. And Mr. Brown also, Mr. Brown, the CEO, Marcus Brown, um, who had to step down, also contributed to the decline by having to sell shares in order to meet margin calls. Mr. Brown is currently on bail of 5 million euros and has to visit the police on a weekly basis yeah so i mean to to sum it up you have um whenever you buy something and wirecard supports the system there which wirecard actually does because it's working in the background of a lot of transactions in germany um online but also offline in coffee shops etc what wirecard did was um it guaranteed that the money will actually flow and um, to, in order to guarantee that, um, the company itself needed to have some security money stashed away somewhere in case some of the money didn't come through that, um, that they guaranteed. This stashed away guarantee money was supposedly in the Philippines and one of the uh, in those accounts that was like 1.9 billion euros in cash. So that was basically the uh, uh, part of the money with which they guaranteed that their whole system or that their whole business would be running. And now no one knows where this money is. So it's really wild. And I think what's also interesting is that this really has big implications for the startup um, ecosystem in Germany as a whole, because as you said, it's the first fintech in DAX and um, in the DAX indice, and it's also like, um, I mean, Germany takes pride in the fintech market, and Germany thinks like thinks that fintech is probably our our like uh, uh, um, beacon beacon industry that we can uh, actually be ahead of everyone else in the world, and now we see that oh, it's not probably only this one company that has an issue, but also the auditors around it, or that the whole people are wondering how much of the whole system is actually affected by it. 
yes, personal forecast, it will be much tougher for other fintechs to be either listed or approach like SDAX, MDAX and the big DAX, as you can imagine, one is for medium and one is for small caps. And um, but on the other hand, the ones who can meet that threshold there, they'll be most likely meeting all the standards and also likely to be successful, but likely is not certain. Chris, we promise we will promise our audience to uh, keep them updated and we will write blog post if there's something more developing there, right? Pinky promise. Pinky promise. Thank you very much and see you later in this month in German Startups. That's all, folks. Find more news, streams, events, and interviews at www.startuprad.io. Remember, sharing is caring.